My dear friends, good morning. For those of you who may be approaching retirement, let me give you some words of encouragement and reassurance. And it's something that those of us who are already retired know. It can be one of the best decisions you've ever made in your life. And it can become the best time of your life. After years of stress and very rigid schedule keeping, Jill and I now have settled into a very casual, and I must say a very productive, phase of life. We now stay up late into the evening reading, as late as we would like, and we are able to enjoy that luxury with not getting up at 5 a.m. We're not very big television people. We watch the news and some sporting events, and almost never do we watch some regular network program. But we have discovered vintage television from the 1950s and 60s. It's all in syndication and available on the cable. We like those old mystery programs on MeTV. Those of a certain age will recall Perry Mason, the legal courtroom, whodunit, murder mystery series. Well, it comes on every evening at 10.30 on weeknights, and Jill and I tune in most nights. Perry and Della and Paul manage always to confound Hamilton Berger and Lieutenant Tragg. They solve the mystery and they win acquittal for their wrongly accused client. We like the look of the vintage automobiles. Perry Mason drives a 1958 Cadillac convertible that's as long as a bus. The clothing, we like the high moral tone. And in fact, we can usually figure out the plot. It's pretty simple. And it's really a lot of fun and a lot of laughs. At the end, it's always wrapped up in a nice, neat package. No loose ends. And you come away very satisfied and laughing and thoroughly entertained. Then we go back to reading. Today is Trinity Sunday. Trinity Sunday is a major feast in the life of the church, set aside to celebrate the Holy Trinity. And today we are confronted with a holy mystery, one that, unlike the simple Perry Mason TV series, leaves us confounded and wondering and knowing that the Trinity is beyond human understanding. One God, we Christians are monotheists. One God with three personalities. A God of a single essence, represented to us in three persons. God the Father, united as one of, with the pre-existing Son and the Holy Spirit. Indeed, this is a holy mystery. Belief in the Trinitarian nature of God is fundamental to our Christian doctrine and belief. It has been the subject of much theological inquiry, much scholarly treatment, much controversy among the early church fathers. And I know that all of you will be glad, glad to know that this morning we will not review this complicated theology. But still, we constantly affirm our belief in the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are the Holy Ghost in earlier parlance. In just a few moments, we will affirm our faith by means of the Nicene Creed. We say it so frequently, 
Sometimes we don't pay close attention to the fact that it is a ringing and stirring reaffirmation of our Trinitarian doctrine. Indeed, each time we make the sign of the cross, we are praying to God in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. It is ingrained in our Christian nature. I heard once of a seminary student who said to his professor that the Trinity is like water. It exists as a solid, a liquid, and a gas, but it's still water. Well, it was a close call, but he was not kicked out of the seminary. For me, at least, I've always found it useful to think of the Trinity in terms of the love of God. We know that God is love. The theologians tell us that the Trinity relates to itself in love. It is a constant movement, a dance, if you will, an ongoing relationship. This is called the divine economy. God the Father is the creator of the universe. This is revealed to us in Scripture. And He has created the universe and each of us out of love. To God we owe our life and our breath and our very being. He created us for Himself out of love. He chose to reveal Himself to humanity. God continues to have mercy on His creation, His children. This love is expressed to us in the revelations given to us by the Scripture, through the prophets, in the moral teachings God has given us, in the designation of a single people chosen by God to be the instrument that would bring the light of His Word to a suffering humanity of all the world. And when we had proven ourselves incapable of keeping His law and His commandments, and when humanity had fallen into sin, an imperfection that led to death and condemnation, God the Father, out of love, sent His Son to redeem His creation, to humble Himself by taking on our human nature. In one act that is itself a holy mystery, Jesus gave Himself as a sacrifice for us, freely, out of love, the ultimate act of love, to rescue us from sin and death, Jesus said to his disciples, who were always questioning, and usually like us, did not always understand, that if you know Jesus, you know the Father. Thus we know that Jesus and the Father are one. Jesus himself taught us to pray by saying, Our Father who art in heaven. An acknowledgement of the fatherhood of God in a way that we all faithfully continue to this day. And when Jesus had to leave his earthly mission to return to the Father, he told us out of love that he would not leave us comfortless. Last Sunday you heard our rector tell of the coming of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. God the Holy Spirit, who is present with us even now. There is a common piece of wisdom that says if we contemplate and discuss the Holy Trinity for too long, we can easily slip into heresy. This is because it is a mystery, a riddle, an enigma, a mystery so deep that we must recognize that it is beyond our human capacity to fully understand. Paul reassures us that even though we now don't understand fully, but in the kingdom of God to come we will gain some understanding. But we do understand love. 
I pray that on this Trinity Sunday we will let the abundant love of God wash over us again and again. I pray that as we affirm our faith, that we understand the grace and abundant love of God. God the Father who created us in love. God the Son who redeemed us for love. And God the Holy Spirit who in love sustains us still.